You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. We're halfway through the show here on Hurt at Sports Radio. I'm Ravi Lula. Andrew Rogers here with me. We are live from the Hurt at Sports Bar and Grill, the H&H Chevrolet Stage. And we are on AM 590 ESPN Omaha and ESPN Tri-Cities. We are joined now by our friend Kevin Suits. He's Kevin! The, he's Sorry, the, it's that time of year. He's the sports director for 1011 News in Lincoln. Kevin, how are you this morning? Good morning. The The screaming of Kevin, yeah, I'm used to that, but the one that's more commonly <laughs> said in my house is, Kevin, you're such a disease. Oh, that's a good one. That's a great line. It's not very, my, it's not very nice. <laughs> my, my kids actually uh, love to drop that in, you know, beyond Christmas. He's like, you're what the French call les incompetents. <laughs> that, that actually sounded really nice. <laughs> well, I don't know if it was said correctly, but that is, uh, you know, Home Alone, probably my youngest son, uh, probably his favorite movie. Mm. Regardless, you know, beyond Christmas, I think he just loves that movie. Well, it's a good thing you weren't left off the flight to Tampa, huh? <laughs> well, I feel obligated to tell you guys the temperature today, uh, just because I am. Oh, here. good. Thanks. How dare? How dare you? It, it's sixty-five degrees right now at nine thirty uh, Eastern time, with a high today of seventy-six. Mm. Well, don't mm. worry. It is a balmy twenty-five here in Nebraska, so. We a, do, a, we do have the sun, and it's a high of 45 coming on now. So, yeah, how you like that? Yeah, joke's on you, Kevin. Kevin. Yeah, heat wave, baby. <laughs> That's, uh, sure. I'll, take my, I'll take my 65 in the morning. Hey, well, you know, I probably would too, but whatever. Uh, so you made it down to Tampa. Did you see any uh, recruits on your flight? Because apparently that's what everybody's been doing in, in Nebraska because they just see <laughs> quarterbacks and linemen and whoever else on their flight. you see anybody cool on your flight? No, because I was leaving Lincoln. All the flights with uh, notable people are coming into Lincoln. <laughs> no. just, just me and some, uh, some volleyball fans heading down for the Final Four, national semifinal start tomorrow. And uh, I, I'm in the arena right now. Emily Arena, and I got to tell you, if you're in, uh, if you have tickets, and you're in row W, you are money. Row W, seat five right now. You're about <laughs> mid court, about 15 <laughs> rows up, and probably the best seat in the house. I'm, I'm guessing that's where you're sitting right now. <laughs> it, it's exactly where I'm at. I I, I kind of picked out just for just for you guys. I figured I would try to get a great vantage point and enjoy just some good conversation as I prepare for a busy day of coverage. Well, you know what? You have me picturing the arena right now, just like a good play-by-play announcer, like the perfect ideal seat for the match. Like, you're doing your job. Well, to take it another step further, you know, there's like little huddles of employees. They're kind of scrambling right now because the doors open at 10 a.m. for Nebraska practice. And you can tell they're kind of frantically tying up all the loose ends because uh, the seats are going to start filling up here in a few minutes, and they've got all those loose. And, and apparently the NCAA uh, attire for this uh, tournament, a lot of pastel colors. Oh, trying to paint the picture for you guys. All right. Okay. Uh, Kevin, as you've been down there, what's the? how many Nebraska fans have you run into? I know that you said you had some on your flight. Does it seem like there's a pretty good contingent down there? Uh, I can't really answer that to this point. I, I flew late last night, so – I didn't have a ton of fans, but it does sound like there is a good amount of Nebraska fans. I'm sure you guys saw the video of when mm-hmm. the team arrived yesterday. That looked awesome and electric, and 
there were some folks at the uh, hotel when Nebraska arrived as well. So uh, I don't know that the arena is going to be half full of Nebraska fans, but you know Husker Nation is going to show out. And it sounds like uh, this building seats about 20,000. Sounds like uh, if it's not sold out, it's going to be pretty close to. Now, Kevin, um, speaking of gameplay now, it's, it's been all business so far for this team. They've made their run, staying cool, calm, and collected. How have you seen this team bury the emotion when they've had to, but also ignite that fire when they needed a spark? Because it's a hard thing to balance, but I think this Husker team has done a really nice job of it. Well, as John Cook said, as the stakes get higher, the team gets better. You know, some of their sluggish matches have been against teams that, you know, they could just roll out of bed and throw on the uniform and beat. Uh, but when, when the, as the tournament has progressed, Nebraska has played better and better. I still think the Georgia Tech match in the regional semifinals, that's the best they've looked this entire season. Um, so curious to see what happens against Pitt on Thursday. This is a fascinating matchup, guys. Uh, Pitt is one of the best offensive teams in the country. They lead uh, college volleyball in hitting percentage, and Nebraska is number one against a, in a opponent hitting percentage. So uh, we'll see what the emotion looks like tomorrow. Obviously a huge stage. There's a lot that happens at the Final Four, and you're dealing with the young team. But we've learned so far over the course of the season for Nebraska, those elements, the things you would think would affect the team and their performance, they don't seem to apply. We're talking with Kevin Suits from 1011 News in Lincoln. Kevin, you mentioned that those things tend to not apply to Nebraska. Is it kind of surprising that with the, I mean, pretty young age of this team that they aren't more affected by those things? I think so, you know, but it was from the very beginning of the season that, you know, the team said, age doesn't really matter with this team because they've all been playing volleyball for a really long time going back to you know, elementary school club high school a lot of these you know Kennedy or she was playing high school volleyball as an eighth grader so uh, am I surprised a little bit but not so much just because the maturity of the team is pretty remarkable mm. Kevin mm. as we uh, move away from volleyball obviously the uh, semifinal match tomorrow night uh, if Nebraska wins the final on the 17th this could be between volleyball, between what's happening on campus with Nebraska football this weekend. This could end up being a, one of the bigger weekends we've seen in Nebraska athletics in a pretty long time. No doubt. I mean, and we didn't really think football was going to give us many storylines <laughs> here over the next couple of weeks. And then all of a sudden, this could be a monumental weekend for this football program. Obviously, it's huge for volleyball. Uh, but now football joins the fray, and then the men's basketball team has a pretty big road game uh, on Sunday. So this could be a very exciting weekend. Um, yeah, and then I guess to kick it all off, it's Thursday volleyball, Nebraska Pitt, which, you know, I'm not going to just sneeze at that match. I think it's going to be a pretty good one. Now, Kevin, uh, speaking of Nebraska football and all the news that has kind of come out this week, we've been regurgitating a lot of the Kyle McCord, Dylan Rayola situation. And one of the things we brought up earlier on in the show is that we think it's actually not a turnoff to a potential Dylan Rayola if Nebraska were to still get a Kyle McCord in the room. And then we kind of broke it down just based on, you know, previous examples of NFL draftees. You had Justin Fields in front of C.J. Stroud. You had Mac Jones in front of Bryce Young and et cetera. Do you look at it kind of like the same way that that is more of a benefit than a knock for somebody of Dylan Rayola's caliber? 
I'm fascinated to hear you guys say that because on the surface, I think, you know, I'd be stunned. Me personally, I just would be shocked if both of them chose Nebraska. I feel like it's one or the other. But I think ultimately what we need to know to really answer that more accurately is what does the NIL look like? You know, that that could persuade somebody to come here and spend a season, if not two, on the sidelines as long as you're getting paid. Um, That's not to say those guys aren't competitive, uh, but I do see the benefits. I still think that both of those guys are, quote, game-changing, program-changing quarterbacks. It's hard to imagine one of those guys not playing next year. Uh, So I'm very interested to see how this all plays out. I I, I don't know who's 1A and who's 1B if you're Matt Rule because you like them both. And that's what what really lies inside the intrigue of this all. Uh, Kevin, you brought up Nebraska basketball, who I I terribly omitted as part of my big Nebraska weekend. But they're coming off of a big win against Michigan State in Lincoln, bouncing back from that couple-game losing streak to Creighton and Minnesota. You mentioned this game at Kansas State coming up here. Uh, Got about a minute left here. How important is it to you in your mind for them to maybe get on a little three-game winning streak before they head back into Big Ten play at the beginning of January? Not only a three-game winning streak, guys, but they need to win away from Lincoln. You know, that's, uh, you know they had the neutral site win up in Sioux Falls, but I think getting a Power 5 conference victory uh, on somebody else's court is going to be really important for this team because we saw what happened when Nebraska went up to Minneapolis. And uh, Kansas State, they're interesting to me. You know, I, I did a pretty deep study on them. As I was filling out my top 25 this week, I considered them. I think that they need a few more wins to maybe crack the top 25. But uh, right now, they're a pretty salty bunch, and they've got some inroads to try to make some moves with college basketball. Uh, But Jerome Tang, he's got that team getting better every single week. Kevin, real quick, uh, is this where you expected Nebraska to be uh, as far as the basketball team at this point in the season? No. I thought they would have a more marquee win at this point in time. Fair enough. That's Kevin Suits. He's the sports director for 1011 News in Lincoln. Kevin, we appreciate your time as always. Enjoy Tampa, and we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you, boys. Thanks, Kevin. That's Kevin Suits from 1011 News in Lincoln. Good stuff there as always. Coming up next, got a little uh, a little countdown list I want to get to. I know we've been pretty hyped about Dylan Rayola, but there's been some other times I've been hyped up about player acquisitions as well. We'll get to that next on Herd at Sports Radio.